there is inherently an uneven power dynamic. So here's how you make up for that. You avoid sounding entitled. Don't act beholden to the outcome. For Wednesday, February 13th, 2019, this is episode 30, how to ask for an introduction the right way. Drop the entitlement and scarcity mindset. Welcome to the Beetle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. When it comes to marketing and content, there is a prominent school of thought which says that consistency is key, that putting out as much content as possible consistently will eventually win, basically by brute force. And you can see somebody like Gary Vee who abides by this. I understand the argument here. And consistency does matter, especially if you promise people that you will deliver something at a certain cadence. For example, a flash briefing should be daily. No question. But When it comes to this podcast, I've kind of changed my mind about it. I used to put it out weekly, and I found myself sometimes on Sunday night scratching my head about what I wanted to say, and it doesn't make for an interesting episode if I'm just forcing it. So I've gotten to the point where I sometimes skip one or two weeks. Now, normally this show comes out on Mondays. Today is Wednesday. I don't care. I'm recording this right now because I've had a few things happen the past couple of days that I want to share. I think they'll be helpful for anybody in business. This has to do with the etiquette of introductions. When you ask somebody for an introduction, there are several elements. These are key components that your request should contain. First, let's stop asking how the weather is or how their health is because they're just going to gloss over that first couple sentences of wasted muck anyway. It's not meaningful. It's not personal. You've probably pasted it from every other message you sent that day. Everybody's doing fine. The weather is what it is. Just get to the point, especially if somebody is a higher level person. They don't have time. The fewer words, the better. It shows that you respect their time. So instead of I trust that you're well, just skip that and say, hey, I noticed you wrote this great article in Medium last week and you were on my mind. Don't make it up. It has to be actually true. If they did something that you saw recently that you liked, comment on it because that makes it personal. Much like on a dating app, if somebody opens with, hey, how's your weekend going? You're not going to want to respond because they're boring and basic and they obviously didn't take the time to read your profile. So make it personal, make it quick, and get to the point, which is, I would like an introduction to Susan. I noticed that you're connected. I'm looking for this introduction because, and then give a real reason. For example, I'm interested in getting into marketing in the auto industry, or I want to connect with other people who are experts in this space so that I can learn more. And Oftentimes, these are a little bit one-sided, especially if somebody's more junior and they're asking for an intro to someone more senior or someone who has sway, perhaps at a company they want to work at. There is inherently an uneven power dynamic. So here's how you make up for that. You avoid sounding entitled. Don't act beholden or don't sound beholden to the outcome. If you're very beholden to that outcome and kind of desperate, you're going to make the person you're asking help feel more compelled to help you whether they want to or not. So you want them to feel super comfortable to say no. When people have the power to say no, especially just considering like we're all grown up toddlers, no is our favorite word in the world. Here's another example. I've I've told this tip before when it comes to even just language. If you're asking somebody a question like, is this a good time to talk? A better way to phrase it is, 
are you busy right now? And they can say, no, I'm free. Let's chat. So even though it sounds like the same question, it actually is much more powerful if you phrase it such that they can answer no. This comes from Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. It's all about the psychology of language when you're in a negotiation, which is really just a series of asking for favors. It's all give and take. Voss was a master FBI negotiator turned business consultant. If you haven't read Never Split the Difference, immediately put that on your list and get the audiobook, get the ebook, whatever you like. It's really good. In fact, it's probably I'm due to listen to it again. Mitch Joel told me he listens to that once a year or reads it. Um, really powerful stuff there. Back to the point here. So you want to give them an out. After you ask for the introduction, giving context, giving a reason, being specific, there's two things to include. One, an easy copy and paste blurb about you. Don't assume that the person that you're asking for an introduction knows much about you, even necessarily remembers you, knows your current job title. They don't know. They're busy. They don't care. So even if it's a good friend, give them a copy and paste blurb. Here's a three-sentence blurb you can paste into the intro so that literally all you have to do is type a couple words. I'm not going to make this hard for you because I know you're busy again. That's implied. You don't have to type that out. And the second component is the easy out at the end. Something like this. I would really appreciate the introduction if possible, but if you can't, that's no problem and thank you in advance. Or, and thank you anyway. Keep in touch. Get in and get out. And don't be beholden to the outcome. This will make everybody involved feel much better about it because nobody feels guilty or trapped. And you take that scarcity mentality out of it and just make it a nice, friendly, scratching each other's back kind of thing. Oh, and of course, mentally note that this is a favor. You called in a favor. Introductions are favors. They are not just falling off the tree like fruit. When I say to somebody in my network that is my friend or colleague, hi, this other person wants a, an introduction. Can I introduce the two of you? I'm in fact calling in a favor by asking for their time and for them to deal with this person who maybe I don't even know that well. That's why I'm very careful and picky about introductions. And you should be too. They'll mean a lot more if you are. The best introductions are mutually beneficial for the two people who are meeting Sometimes that's not possible. Like I mentioned earlier, there is a give and take and a power dynamic when one person has more power than the other, and that's okay. Introductions still need to happen. They make the world go around. Just practice the right etiquette when you do ask for one. Keep in mind that this is a withdrawal from a relationship bank account, and you can make several of them, but at some point you might have a deficit if you don't give something back. Brought to you by our friends at Pippa. Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Visit BeetleMoment.com forward slash P-I-P-P-A to get a $25 Amazon gift card when you sign up. And we thank Pippa very much for their support of the show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review in Apple Podcasts. You can go directly to the page at bit.ly forward slash BeetlePod. That's bit.ly forward slash BeetlePod. And you can rate and review, which will help others find the show. Thank you in advance. I do appreciate your review. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit BeetleMoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week.